Welcome back to the Macam in the Middle podcast. I'm joined by John once again to talk about today's game. Um, actually recording it on the day of the game today. Um, it's the first draw of the season, John, but ultimately feels like the second defeat of the season. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit when you're you're in that winning position, you know, tune up, 80 minutes gone. <clears throat> I think we've got a, you know, we've got to control the game, see the game out, they get a stupid goal. And then, you know, we're making substitutions where we're probably inviting pressure a little bit. And, you know, as, as we've seen, those those things can happen. Um, but only, only thing I'll probably take from it is maybe it's a learning curve for, you know, for, for Johnson and, and for the squad at the moment. But, yeah, it feels, feels, feels very raw, shall we say. Yeah. And I think I've said it to you, I know I've said it to Kyle a few times as well, about Lee Johnson this season. I think... Just about every game we've played, um, you know, he seems to have brought Bailey right on in the last 10, 15, maybe even 20 minutes of the game just to see it out. And it worked in every game up to now. Obviously, we've talked about it a little bit here saying inevitably one day it's going to come back to bite us. And it, it and it did today. Obviously, Bailey Wright started, but it was Alves that came on. Um, Evans came on for Neil, who we'll get onto as well later. We did go very defensive. Um, we conceded the goal late in the in the game, um, and then obviously conceded with the last kick of the game and a penalty. But it's it's one of them where Johnson will probably look at and think, right, this has cost us now. It, he, in his mind, he probably knew it was going to cost us eventually. But he has to make sure we're not to do it again because we do have a tendency now to. It's not even at two two up. Um, you know, we're two nil up today and probably should have seen the game out. But in the other games have been one nil up. He's done the same thing, brought an extra defender on, seen the game out. But we conceded, and we just had nothing going forward for the last ten minutes. Well, yeah, like we say, it's, it's becoming almost predictable. You know, teams can say, you know, let's try and stay in the game, even at two nil. You can stay in the game. We know Sunderland within eighty minutes are going to bring on a central defender, take one of their forwards off. Then we we can push forward as a team, and and it's it's too predictable. I don't. It's almost like it's it's just a game plan, no matter what how the game's going. It, you know, like I said, it's we we don't want it to become predictable. It needs to be reactionary as opposed to, you know, let's make sure if we if we say for instance, I don't know, we take off Gucci and maybe give I don't know Deaku um, a chance on the wing, you know, mm. and like for like and keep it there. Um, I think, you know, even in McGeady said in his um, in his um, post match interview. Um, you know, when when we made a few of the substitutions, it was a little bit like, you know, we we lost that imbalance and we sort of invited them on and we didn't need to. Whereas if if we go toe to toe with them, um, then that that's when teams will struggle. They're not always going to get get their chances, but we're we're normally taking ours when we go forward. You know, and the substitutions today absolutely baffled me. I think yeah. every single one of them. Um, I thought. You know, we'll, we'll probably touch on the on the, obviously the individual performances, but just just some stupid things that they just just really frustrated me. Even as simple as Luca Nine taking a booking when he probably doesn't need to, because the balls, if you watch it, the balls actually rolling out of play. Yeah. So he takes a, he takes a booking, and I think on one on one of the goals, um, I think he he lets his man run because mm-hmm. he obviously can't pull him back. So he's almost like done just just stupid little things like that. Um, I'd like to maybe see no nine, maybe come off for Evans, keep Neil yeah. on, and let's let's just keep the ball, keep the ball moving. Because when we passed, you know, we absolutely murdered them pass wise. But 
Mm. You know, it's it's not about passing, but it's about managing the game, seeing the game out, and that's what we've struggled we struggled to do today. And obviously, we've we've ultimately paid the price for it. And I suppose it's probably not necessarily the way you should think, but you know, if O nine does come off for Evans there, that that's it's one more tactical foul, you know, in the middle of the pitch to slow down the play or to stop a counter attack that you can get away with that ultimately we didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just a little. I, honestly, the as soon as I because I know Luca and I's not going to come off. We know that, but the ball's rolling out of play. You don't need to then absolutely yank him back. I think we even had half decent numbers back as well. It's just little decisions. Which, as a right back, he probably would have took that decision. But as a central midfielder, it's a little bit different. Little bit different thought process. And it's I, I did say last week, oh nine played really well. Um, you know, contrary to a lot of what other people um, said. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he, you know, he starts in the middle of midfield, you know, this week. I'm sure Corey Evans was was good enough. And it was more, I don't think it was as a physical game, maybe, as it was last week. And it's it would have been the perfect game to slot Corey Evans back in there, keep the ball moving, bring Luca and I just to, just to shore it up. You know, that, like that way, it's just, just little things today. We're probably nitpicking it because we're... You know, because we haven't won. If we'd have won, it'd have been well. You know, it doesn't matter because, you know, the re- the result came in. You know, there's a few. I'm not quite sure why Daniel had to come off. Um, because yeah. I thought he he does keep the ball moving. I think Elliot Embleton drifted out more than Dan Neil did. I think in the last stages. I'm not quite sure why why Broadhead came on. Obviously, you know, he probably needs a chance, but didn't really make any difference. And you know, if, if you're swapping in for Pritchard, who's come on every every week with the predictable substitutes you know he does actually keep the ball up the pitch you know yeah. you know he's he's renowned for that and that's that would have been another you know a shoo-in substitution so yeah very very frustrating yeah and just looking at the results that some that have had so far this season you know you've got a 2-1 against Wigan 2-1 against Port Vale 2-1 against MK Dons um, a 1-0 win against Wimbledon uh, a 3-2 win against Blackpool another one goal uh, advantage there and the same against Accrington. Apart from the Wickham game, which even then we did concede in, we haven't comfortably won a game scoreline wise. You know, you look at performances and say, well, we comfortably won that, we dominated the game, dominated shots on target, etc. etc. Based on scoreline, we haven't blown any team away yet this season. We've as there's a few teams in this league, I know Wigan have just won, I think it was four, four one away to Accrington. Um off the top of my head I'm not sure won any other results, but there will be some. It is somewhat of a worry. I don't know if I want to say it's a worry, but it could grow into a concern, you know, if this carries on. The fact that we are winning games by one goal maximum, what seems like so far this season when we do win. Yeah, and I think I think Johnson touched on that a little bit. Um, and McGeady, um, obviously both saying at um, uh, um, half-time, saying, look, we need to score like two or three here to get to, uh, to actually get results. So we... We know we've got that conceded in us, you know, at the moment. It's it's an, it's another li- it's just a little thing that's that might just be there in the players' minds, thinking that we, you know, and that's probably a reactionary thing to right coming on as well. Um, but th- th- there's going to be teams where we are going to absolutely take them apart and not concede. Um, you know, they, those results will come. But I think at the moment, the the football that we're playing. Um, I think you've got a, there is that sort of that risk that you maybe will get, you know, caught out. Um, the, obviously, the goals today will, you know, we could easily dissect them. You know, I'll put easily down to first one is a bit of a 
a Bailey Wright brain fart, should we say, where he's, yeah. he's sort of just, you know, a guy's got his, his back to goal, so he, he comes steaming out and he doesn't, you know, he leaves a massive hole that that wouldn't have been there when Flanagan was there and, and you know, Doyle can't make up the space and then you give you give them a chance and obviously in last minute, we've obviously, we've all seen it, what, you know, what happened, but if, if you're going to wrestle, it doesn't matter if the referee hasn't given any of them all game, the potential is there to give it to him. Don't give him a decision yeah. to make. You don't need to just get your body there be stronger and I thought we did that really really well apart from you know the Bailey Wright incident so you know on, on another day it's a 2-0 win and maybe if we if we stayed like for like it would have been you know probably a, a 3 or a 4 I think even McGee even said that you know it was he was thinking at 2-0 we we'll probably will go on and win this sort of 3 or 4 yeah. nil. so it's it's a nice I don't want to say nice but it's it's a reality check maybe we we just needed just to come on we know we're top but less obviously were top. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's let's not take our eye off the ball. Every single result, every single, you know, goal matters. We need to be a little bit more ruthless in front of goal. I wasn't impressed today with I'd say, I'd say finishing, but I wouldn't have said we had that many chances. I think I think, um, it, was, maybe, I think it was maybe four or five that, that just McGeady probably had that he's put over the bar. Um on another day he probably gets a hat trick. Yeah, he's another one today. Just frustrated me. I think sometimes you need to. I don't even know what what the answer is. Is we need to look for a better ball, or you know, does he need does he need to play? You know, the whole ninety minutes. I think that's the reason Diaku's been brought in because I wasn't impressed with with Gucciva barring his yeah. his one shot that was obviously well saved. You know, so those those two need competition. So if they're not flying, which at the moment I'll be honest, I don't think they both are. Um, you know, these players need proper stiff competition. So look, if you're not, you're not giving it to us. You know, we've got someone waiting in the wings who is, and we we need mm. that competition. And that that brings out the best, you know, in everybody. Um, Ross Stewart was a, all right again today. Great finish. Um, yeah, a couple of times we didn't really give him the right balls into the middle. The amount of times that he was somewhere and the ball just went to the other part. Um, it didn't really click in front of goal, obviously, apart from his goal. Yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, maybe it's just a, a little bit of a wake-up call for us. Yeah. Well, the team that started was, I think, pretty much what everyone predicted. And even though I knew Flanagan was suspended, I still, for some reason, had left him in the team lineup on uh, on FanHub. So I had to lose a point uh-huh. for that. But it was Hoffman in goal, Winchester, Doyle, Bailey right in for the suspended Flanagan, Dennis Sergan, O'Neill, Neil, Emberlin, Gooch, McGeady and Stewart. Um, obviously, the one change, Bailey right for me, I'm... I, you know, I said before the game, I wanted to see Alves play. I think he's more suited to the kind of the style of football that we play when we're trying to get that opening goal and, and build on it. I think Bailey White's the type of defender, I would have said that before today's game, he's the type of defender that you would bring on, you know, in the dying minutes just to see out the game. Ultimately, that didn't really happen, but realistically, it was always going to be Bailey White that came in for Flanagan, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. I think we said, or I certainly said last week, I think Alves... Is, uh, is more of your Doyle replacement, you know, for when we need it. And and Bailey writes the, the Flanagan uh, replacement. It's, it probably shows you today, because um, there was a few rumblings in the summer of obviously Bailey leaving. Um, and Johnson, I think, quite quite ruthlessly hung him out to dry a little bit in one of his interviews, saying that Bailey Wright hasn't been, you know, the owners haven't seen the best of him. So he knows he's not, not playing, you know, that well. I've seen a few people on Twitter Say, oh, he's, he's just a bit rusty, but I'm not. I'm not having rustiness put down to those two goals today. I can't be, 
can't yeah. be doing that. And you know, I I didn't, I genuinely didn't think we'd be um, saying this, but we cannot wait for for Mr. Dependable this season. Tom Flanagan to be back in. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> when when would we have said that? You know, over the last few seasons. Yeah, I think he is literally the probably the most important player in that back line at the moment, isn't he? Weirdly. Yeah, he's got that seniority, hasn't he? Um, he's got obviously Doyle with the strength and pace next to him, and I think Doyle needs him um, as well. I think they work they work really well together, and you know nothing stupid from Flanagan. Give it to Doyle; he can play out the ball. Obviously, Winchester helps in there having a nice assured uh, right back there, and, and even Serkin at left back today I thought was was decent enough. So yeah, that's that's obviously our first choice back four. I'd like to maybe see it broken up. Um, on Tuesday, just for the for the Carabao Cup, mm. um, and let's, um, you know, we're, let's be honest, we're not going to win it. Let's literally mix it up. Johnson said the other day, we've we've got a, you know, the team in training. They play they play two, um, two sides, two eleven side teams from the the first team squad, and he said it was you know it was ridiculous some of the teams that were on the you know the not selected eleven for the team. Yeah. Um, so you know, there, there's a lot of players in there who. Who need a good good ninety minutes, and let's see what they can do. And you know, it should be a free for all. In, in fairness, because I don't think everyone was on on top of their game today. It should be a free for all Tuesday for you know other players to to sort of step up and you know show that they can you know they can cut it in in the league as well. Yeah, and um, we've already touched on a large part of the game, so we'll kind of keep this to somewhat of a minimum. Obviously, Ross Stewart did open the scoring. Um, we've mentioned that header, Embleton, great ball in for, from a free kick for him, and it's a good header from Stewart to 1 0. Um, and then, second half, Sunderland are rewarded a penalty, um, and it's very similar to me to the one that Fleetwood got to the point where I think if you were to watch 100, fo- 100 games of football, 99 of them, you'll not see a penalty given for that. And I think that does kind of play on the Fleetwood penalty. You know, I think if he doesn't give the 0-9 one, um, not the, yeah, the 0-9 one, he probably wouldn't give the one for Fleetwood. But it, it's a soft penalty that we've got and then ultimately conceded one as well. Yeah, they're very soft. But, in, you know, in the eyes of the game, they are. I think they went for a stage in the NVAR where they just constantly in the Premier League just literally smashed and everyone was smashed through them and everyone was just getting a penalty. Yeah. You know, that's the only way to, that's the only way to eradicate that because we know it all goes on, you know, literally in, in every league um, is, you know, the push and shove in the pull and the shirt. And, and like you say, the referee's probably got, you know, when he given us our penalty, which I'm not quite sure in the eyes of the law, it's obviously a penalty, but yes, it is fairly soft, but we've got it. I think the amount of, um, Time that their their players spent around the referee, obviously berating. Yeah. As soon as it was, you know, as soon as it was going up the other end, it's going to be a no brainer in it. And you know, it it is what it is. It's, it is just just one of them. We've got, you know, we've got to suck it up. And you know, Bailey Wright still shouldn't be. You know, he should have learned even from that. Even half the team should be saying, look, look what he's given us down there. You you have to. You know, I don't even think the striker was going to do anything. You know, the ball's looping over to Hoffman. Yeah, back to um, goal. You know, yeah, he's obviously called for it and and he's he's just got all over his shirt and yeah, it's just yeah, it's just one of them. We'd like to say we've got very soft penalties and yeah, the referee's got it half on his mind. I need to maybe even mistakes and yeah, it's uh, it's cost us. Yeah. And I think you know, I don't think it was just me, I think it was even Danny Frankie on the stream as well, with both penalties, 
you kind of had to look two, maybe three times to actually see what he's given the penalty for. You know, I posted on Twitter after the game and I had four or five people telling me it was for an O'Neill and handball that they got their penalty, um, which it wasn't, I don't think. I think Lee Johnson confirmed that it was for the, the shirt pull. Um, and again, there was questions whether the penalty was for the hold on O'Neill or the push on Doyle for our penalty. And I think when you've got penalties like that, where even when you watch a replay two or three times and you still can't decide what's given for, it's probably not a penalty but ultimately it sets a precedent now where you know if we go into this game on tuesday against wigan you know it's another efl referee as soon as you see shirt pulling in the box based on this game now it's a penalty yeah exactly and i think you know we've been a bit savvy you know we've, we've got to get the referees here straight away early on and say look we're just watching the box you know and that and that does go both ways you know we need to learn from that you know stupid because it is stupidity, let's be honest, because it's blatant in the referees, you know, because referees constantly watching, he's not watching the corner coming in, he's mm-hmm. watching what you're doing in the box. And if if you just mark your player, stay with your man, and then just jump with him and try and win the header, that's all you can do. You start pulling shirts and grabbing, then you're in dangerous territory, and soft or not, they're allowed to be given. And that's <laughs> that is that's the rules of football, and that's how it's how it's been. You know, when you get punished, you'll You'll probably think, oh, soft, and you know, when you don't get punished, you'll be, you know, you you think, oh, I got away with that one, and you know, for, I think for too long they probably have got away with it, and some referees are just picky, and this it's literally, you know, you could get any referee on another day, you know, he waves them both away, and we're yeah. probably maybe looking at one nil win or a or a one all, so you know, it's just it's just who you get. Yeah, well, McGee scored our penalty um, and made it 2-0. Um, not too long left to play in the game. Kind of playing sailor at that point. Looked like it was going to be another three points. Um, it didn't take long for Fleetwood to pull one back. And again, Bailey Wright, we've mentioned a lot, he, he's kind of stepped up a little bit. He's left a lot of space in behind him. Um, but they've played the ball through, cut all our defenders, all our midfielders out of the game. And, you know, it's a good finish past Hoffman. But again, just... He's been a championship centre-back for so long. He's been captain of Bristol City. He's, he's probably one of the most experienced EFL players in the squad. Just just a stupid mistake and just poor positioning for their for the goal. Realistically, obviously, the penalty's actually earned them the point. But that that's the goal that changed the game. Yeah, of course it is. You know, 2-0 is the dangerous scoreline. As soon as they get one, they you know their tails are up and ours are on the back foot. Uh, but like, like we were saying earlier, the goal's got his back to goal. He's not, he's not suddenly going to turn into Lionel Messi and skin like three of our players and go through on goal. So there's no need, you know, close the space. If you close the space, there's nothing for anyone to run into. Yeah. And I think, not not just saying it, but I think Flanagan probably would do that and hold, hold the line. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I can't, I can't say anything than, um, than I have already. Yeah, it's absolute, yeah, it's, I think, like you say, that has probably cost us that mistake. Yeah. Um, like I say, 96 minutes, Fleet would get the penalty and, and, the, and the point finishes 2-2. Lee Johnson wasn't happy with the decision. And again, you know, if you give him one, you've got to give the other. So I don't really see where he's coming from with that. Um, you know, he, he does come under a bit of criticism for the for the subs that he's made, for the, the fact that he does like to sit back for you know the last 15, 20 minutes of a game. And that's what's ultimately cost us the day. But... In the long run, you know, it's away from home. I think McGeady said in his interview, I haven't actually checked up on this, that we haven't actually won away to Fleetwood since we dropped down in League One. I don't know if that is the case, but it yeah. could still be a big point come the end of the season. Yeah, of course, good. Yeah, so obviously, you know, to quote McGeady, he said, you know, years gone by, we've fell short because we go to places like this and we 
and we don't win. We were very, very close to winning. You know, the reason we probably haven't won is of our own downfall and not someone else's. So, you know, that's something to learn on. Another point on the board, you know, titles are not won in, you know, September. You know, yeah. we need to keep we need to keep doing what we're doing. Obviously not Bailey Wright, but, you know, the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And just just go under the radar. You know, I've seen a lot of times where we, we don't get players in Team of the Week because yeah. of stats, because they're not interested in any of that. Let's just worry about ourselves. Keep doing our thing. It's going to take time. We've got a lot of youngsters. You maybe would expect the things that Bailey Wright did from some of the youngsters, you know, not Bailey Wright, but um, it's, it's just one of the things where we're still learning. We still need to learn, I think, you know, with this young group of how to just manage games and take the sting out of them. Mm. Um, I think I think the substitution didn't help for that today. But like you say, point point on the board and, you know, we can go again next week. It's, you know, if we, obviously the midweek cup game doesn't really matter to me, but if we go next week and beat Bowen, then I'll probably, I'll be a lot more happy than I am sort of this evening. Yeah, and I'm kind of on the same page with with the cup game, but with it being against Wigan, the fact that we've just dropped points today, it, you know, if say, say we were to lose against Wigan, say Charlie White gets a goal against us, it's inevitably going to turn some fans. Yeah, maybe obviously we've, again we've got to weigh up, we've got to weigh up what the what the team is. I'd expect he is going to make changes because the Bowen game, you know, is is a big one. In fairness, you know, it's the last of the. So-called top six uh, teams yeah. at the moment who we've we've got to play. So, um, I, you know, like I said, we're not going to win the car. Don't get me wrong. We, everyone in this squad, have a chance. What, yeah, whatever team, <laughs> out, whatever team we put out, in fairness, is going to give Wigan a game. Uh, yeah. You know the the changes that we can make. You know, Huggins plays. You know, he's he's played a you know a fairly decent level to with Leeds. Um, you know, I don't know if Hume's fit enough to play. Maybe um, centre back Alvers. You know, we've he's got to get get some minutes in because uh, yeah. we can't keep having Bailey Wright coming in. You know, but Virgil probably might get you know might get the nod. We know we know what he is. You know, a couple of uh, Corey Evans maybe will get sort of sixty minutes to get him in line for, for Saturday. Pritchard. You know, I could I could talk all day about you know the, the squad that we've got. But Aidan O'Brien. You know, there's another one. I don't think he was even in the squad today. No. Um, you know, Broadhead, maybe, you know, up top and see what he's got because Ross Stewart went down and limped a bit and you're thinking, Christ, if he's if he's injured, you know, and we don't want we don't want that on a, on a silly, you know, midweek game. Don't get me wrong, keep it competitive, keep the squad competitive. Um, but you know, let's not let's not be stupid. Let's use it properly. Um, like we did at, at Blackpool. But um, yeah, Saturdays. Saturday's the big one, I think. We need yeah. to get out of this league. We don't need to win the, you know, Carabao Cup. We lovely to win, but let's concentrate on getting out of this league, and that's what all the focus should be on, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll move in the play ratings. Um, we'll start with Hoffman, who I went with an eight out of ten. Um, first half, he made made that triple save. Um, I think the well, the third save was after the whistle had been blown, I think it was for an offside or a push or something, but ultimately, you know, he still got to make the save and it was a great save. Um, you know, another big save in the second half that at the time I thought, you know, might have been one of the big moments because at the time we were 2-1 up, a few minutes left to play and, you know, I was thinking that might have been the save that they got us three points. Ultimately, it didn't. But with the goals, you know, a penalty, keepers aren't really expected to save penalties and, you know, I don't think there's too much you could do with, with the... Uh, opening goal for Fleetwood. So I've opened an eight for Hoffman. 
yeah, same for Gomez and Eight. Looked much more assured, um, good on the ball, nice calm and influence. What we like, as as we said, the, the saves he made are brilliant. Not really any chance with the goals. Um, I think maybe if he goes the right way, he probably saves it. But you know, that's that's just one of them. But yeah, I was I was really impressive in today. Yeah, and eight. He's got a hell of a thorn him as well, hasn't he? He has, yeah. I was, I was quite impressed with his, uh, with his footwork as well. I was, you know, sometimes you know Lee Berg gets it back there, and you're like, "Go on, you just shank it out." But yeah, yeah I was, I was, I was very impressed to be fair. But training with Manuel Neuer every, every day for a few years. Going to rub off on you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, Winchester again at right back. Um, less involvement today, I would say, um, certainly in a attacking sense. But everything he did, he still did it well. Um, still quite a few times where he did carry the ball forward and just just kind of, you know, slowed it down a little bit um, and possibly could, you know, have had a shot or two, you know, if it was 30,000 fans screaming shoot, no doubt he probably would have, but defensively did well, so I went with a seven. Yeah, same again with seven. Uh, I thought it was quite, just literally, you thought the ball was out um, or going into no man's land, literally out of nowhere. Carl Winchester, the amount of times he did that. Yeah. Uh, and I thought he... I think he almost put Gooch to shame a few times because of you know the way he was just going forward and going past players, and that's what we're expecting from Gooch. So I think he, yeah. I think he played really well today. And like you say, Mister Mister Dependable back there, but maybe midweek in the in the uh, week off. Yeah, well the week off, not the full week. week off, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the weekdays off. Uh, <laughs> um, Doyle again started and. You know, start of the season he did like that that kind of switch. He'd get on the ball and just play that switch out to Gooch. Um, and I think teams have started to figure that out a little bit more. And you know, I don't really think we've seen it too much recently. Um, I think it was once he did it uh, today. Once again, he, he he was caught in possession. You know, trying to bring the ball out, looking a bit too comfortable on the ball, a bit too, a bit too. I'm not sure what the word is, but he, he was caught on the ball and luckily he didn't come. That's the one, something like that. <laughs> but he was caught on, yeah, he recovered well and ultimately went out for corner. So I went with a six for Doyle. Yeah, same with six. I thought he was, I thought his game just sort of, you know, went went by with him, if you know what I mean. I didn't really, like, make, you know, make any sort of major notes or observations with him, just sort of went through the game. I think he maybe missed Flanagan, you know, if you've been used to Flanagan for, you know, the last sort of six weeks, then ultimately you are going to probably change your ways with, you know, yeah. with Bailey Reichen and so we'll, we'll maybe give him that. But yeah, he, he was okay today. Um, moving on to Bailey Wright. Um, for a large part of the game, I thought it was just like, you know, a typical Bailey Wright performance. Nothing fancy, just did what he needed to do. It was like a no-nonsense defender. Um, was strong in the tackle, won a lot of his duels in the air. Ultimately, you know, the two goals that we have conceded that have cost us two points today come down to his errors, really. You know, he stepped in, flare goal, allows the space in behind. And again, you know, 96 minute, he's he pulling the shirt off the back of the, of the attacker and gave away the penalty. So I've come with a four for right. Yeah, same. Probably going four. You know, apart from that, like you say, just a run of the mill, baby right performance. And then. You know, two mistakes that we know has cost us. If he'd have won the game, he probably would have gone to, I don't know, a five. But he has cost us the because And we, you know, in fairness, we can't expect that from a from a centre back. Not, you know, it's not like he's been done for pace and you you take that on the chin. You know, this is two glaring mistakes, and that's you know just that's on him, and that just shows you at the moment. Yeah. 
fair play to Johnson, you know, could he but he just ultimately just hasn't been good enough and he showed that today. He's not not good enough. He's not a player here and that. I think that's all he will be. So yeah, get him he can stop picking up bookings, Thomas. Yeah. Um left back, Dennis Serkin again started. Obviously Denver Hume signed a new contract so he's got some competition now as opposed to just sticking Dan Nealon behind him. Um but I thought he he was good today, comfortable on the ball, defended well. Um just you can tell that he does have a lot of potential and you know you can see why Tottenham fans did rate him as a young player like I say he is still young he's got a lot of a lot of areas to develop a lot of areas to improve but ultimately by each game he does look like he's getting better and um, so I've opened a seven for Sergan. Yeah same I thought he combined it well with uh, McGeady on the left um, solid defensively and yeah, I thought he went forward quite well. To be fair, it's probably probably the best game I've seen him seen him yeah. play for us. So, like you say, he's young, still learning, and you know we've we know we've got a good player on our hands. I think. Yeah, uh, midfield, Luke O'Neill. You know, as he always does in midfield, battles well, um, played the ball well when he had possession. Picked up the early yellow card, which again wasn't particularly necessary, but you know he stayed on the pitch for the rest of the game and didn't really affect him at all. You know, you often see a player get a yellow card and they kind of out of the 50-50s or the headers but I think it was literally a minute or two after he got the yellow card he went in to, with two headers you know he went all in for it and don't think he could really fault him too much today um, or at all really so I've, I've had him with an 8 for one iron I think Danny Collins went for him as man of the match as well um, I'll probably go with a 7 it probably sounds quite harsh the only reason I put him down is for, for reasons earlier I think he He's got to see that the ball's going out of play. He doesn't need to yank him back, and we are going to need that. You know, he's obviously made a quick split decision, but I think it's just he's just done us out of a you know one of those when we did have the goal. That's the perfect time to do it. The guy's going out wide. The ball's going out of play. Just come on, just a little bit of you know thought process behind it. I think Evans in there is maybe a little bit more savvy um, with that. But yeah, it, same as last week. Very industrious. Let's. The other two, you know, do their thing, stuck his head in there and, and is an absolute trooper. So that's the only reason I'll probably knock him down to a seven. And that's probably quite nitpicky, but it just did frustrate me. Yeah. Um, Daniel, again, started alongside him and he wasn't allowed as much space today as he sometimes gets on the ball. And that kind of affected the, the ability that he has to kind of play that, that killer pass. And I think it was one time that he did play an excellent through ball to Stewart, but it was called offside. Not sure why he was taken off, you know, like like you've said, when you chase, well, not when you're chasing the game, but when you're turning up or 2-1 up, teams will come at you, the defence will play higher. When you've got someone like Neil who can play that a ball in behind, you know, it could have been that 3 or 4 nil that, that McGeady talked about, but ultimately he was taken off. Um, but I've, I've got a 6 for Neil for the time that he was on. Dan Neil. Um, yeah. I think he was, yeah, he was, he was fairly quiet. Like you say, he didn't, he didn't have a lot of space to play. Um, I still think he's the one who can play the 90 minutes and keep the ball. He was still, it was very crowded in the middle, you know, if we're being honest. But I still think he was, he was very good at just finding space. There was a bit where I just, I was just watching him just find space. He didn't even have the ball. I was just literally watching him sort of bleed yeah. out and get space. And I think, I think he's the one. Um, you know, Emerson was the one who, who obviously set up the goal. I just think Dan Neil just. I don't know, is, it, is your in-between your, your Corey Evans and your Emberton of just keep it, recycle it, pick your moments, keep it, recycle, pick your moments. 
And I think mm. I think we did miss that when he went off, but you know, the manager's obviously made his decision and you know we'll we'll go with that. But yeah, I thought maybe probably probably a six. Yeah. Um, moving on to the, the front four, um, Elliot Embleton, obviously he's got the assist for Stewart's goal. Um, I'm not sure how many goals he's actually assisted of Stewart this season, but I think it's possibly most of them. Um, but again, I think I think similar to the Akron game, I think it was one or two occasions where he's kind of been played through on goal and just slows down a little bit to kind of get control of the ball before taking the shot and it was blocked again. Um, I don't know whether he lacks pace. You know, I haven't really seen him run at full speed so much of how quick he is. But I think he just struggled a little bit in the final third again. So I think it was six. Yeah, same. I thought he struggled a bit. And correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong but I think he did. Did he stay on the pitch the whole game? Ooh, good question. Um, I don't Not think he did. But what, it, you know, in saying that, I just didn't notice. You know, I, I didn't really notice, you know, sort of the last half an hour of, of anything. I'd like him to maybe drop in deep then and, you know, again, like Neil. The ball so I think, I think the ball. he came off for Broadhead, it might have been Emerton. I think it was. Oh, fair enough. Then I've probably done him a disservice there. But, um, but yeah, he's, you know, he, he does need to be a little bit more ruthless on goal. We'd probably probably admit that himself. Uh, but he got the assist. Um, kept the attacks flowing, especially first half. Um, so I'll probably... Probably go over six. Yeah. Um, Gooch, I went with a six when I've I've done the, the report after the game. I'm probably going to say a five because Emberton essentially got the assist and Gooch really did nothing in the game by that shot that we've mentioned before. And again, just too many times he gets in the final third, tries to make things look a lot more difficult than they are. Um, you've mentioned there Winchester, he just kind of runs past players, whereas Gooch, for some reason, has this obsession with trying to skin the player. Just knock the ball past him, get a ball in the box early, and you know he'd probably score quite a few more goals this season, get a few more assists. But he doesn't do that. So you know against Wigan, I think he's probably going to get dropped. And realistically against Bolton, obviously depending on how the others do on Tuesday night, I'd probably have him on the bench as well. And um, I've him a five for Gooch. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, he's he's one of the ones at the moment. It's just frustrating me a little. Um, you know, if if Aidan McGeady for whatever reason is not you know, on absolute fire and, you know, a lot of players will think about him. The person on the other side really does need to, to maybe step up a bit. And at the moment, I'm not, I haven't been that impressed. I think the only reason he does get the nod is because he does do the defensive work. Um, yes. But he overcomplicates things. Um, you know, he, he did have that one shot, but still just relatively quiet. And, you know, like you say, maybe he's one for, you know, taking out of the side on 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 Tuesday and we'll see if we see a reaction, you know, after that, because I think that you do need that a little bit, maybe just to, to give him a little bit of fire in his, in his belly, but we'll see how, you know, we'll see how the other players do on Tuesday. Yeah. And um, McGeady, again, on the other side, took a penalty and scored it. Uh, Keeper went the right way, but ultimately it was too far in the corner for him to save. Um, few efforts he had in the first half and in the second half that went just wide or just over. And again, on another day, he probably scores maybe two of them and, and gets a hat-trick and, you know, we win the game 4-5-0. Um, but we didn't. We drew 2-2 and he didn't dispatch them goals. But with the fact that he's got the penalty, he was quite neat on the ball. I'd, I'll, I'll go on a seven. I think he was possibly just better than Embleton, but not excellent. So, yeah, seven. Yeah, I'll go for seven. He probably would have been knocked up maybe one or two if... I think that keep, that save of the keeper is quite underrated. I think it's near nine. I'm going on the top corner and the goal, you know, the yeah. goal comes to... 
sort of tip it around like I was expecting the net to ripple. Um, but yeah, scores a penalty that'll probably do him his confidence a bit. Um, you know, do do that in the world of good. I wasn't I wasn't super impressed, but he does look sharp. Things are still coming off. He's getting in those positions. I like him to be a little bit. I can't believe I'm saying this, but a little bit more. I don't know, you know, the shots is sometimes he's just trying to absolutely smash them and they're, they're going yeah. over to just take, you know, maybe just a little bit of care. Um, and, you know, with his quality, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll be an absolute asset for us going forward. But yeah, seven, seven out of ten. You know. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the last player, the first goal scorer, Ross Stewart. Obviously, another headed goal from Embledon's cross. Work rate was again excellent. And I think the only, you know, the only criticism that I really have of Stewart this season and, and again today was, he is a striker that does like to get on the shoulder of the last man. And for me, he just gets caught offside a little bit too often. You know, I think he had a goal. Actually, no, it was Flanagan actually that got a goal disallowed for offside. But it was two or three times today where Dan Neal's tried to find him and he was offside. Um, same against Akron. And it's kind of the same story in quite a few games. If he just knocks that out of his game a little bit, you know, I think he could get maybe five more goals this season. Um, but ultimately, you know, he got his goals. Work rate was good. So I think it was seven for Stewart. Yeah, same. I think you've hit the nail on the head. You know, great finish. Um, I didn't think the service was as good to him into the box. It seemed to go go the other way. Um, but yeah, the, the offsides are frustrating. Maybe I can I can live with maybe once or twice. But in fairness, he knows and we know he's got the pace to to outrun defenders and the strength. So there's no need to be caught offside. You know, and I think I think that is something that the coaches will look at and maybe you know put into practice in training and saying you know just give yourself two yards. Because you will, you know, these are not these are not fast defenders in, in you know, by any stretch. They may be yeah. strong, you're strong and fast. You just need to, you know, just pick your moments because, you know, we've got McGeady, Embleton, Neil, they will be threading, you know, cracking balls through. But, you know, there's nothing worse than it going through and the flag going up, yeah. you know, after after some great plays. So, yeah, that's that's maybe my, own, my only criticism of, of him today. But, yeah, 7 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I think it's, Harder to pick up man of the match today. Um, probably harder because it did finish 2-2. Um, and I'm going to assume you're not going to go with Bailey White. But based off the fact I've given him 8 out of 10, I suppose I'll go with Uh I'll probably get, have to go with the goalkeeper. I thought he was very, very sure because I've given him, you know, the highest mark. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's... Obviously, I can't do myself out of that, can I? So I've got to stick with my guns. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've given them both an 8 so I kind of get away with it. But yeah, I think... I think out with them too. I think possibly Hoffman just edges it actually. Um, especially if we'd actually won the game. I think it would have been Hoffman after that save in the second half. But ultimately, it didn't really matter. But Tuesday, Wigan away in the cup. Um, Sunderland A team versus Sunderland B team, essentially. Uh, predictions for that one? Um, two all, and it goes to penalties, and we somehow we win that. We win on penalties. It does it go to penalties, does it? Yeah. Yeah, I think these are straight to penalties. Carabao Cup. Oh, it might be like extra time first. Is there any one? Is it? Is it the FA Cup that do replays? There's one of the cups that do replays, aren't there? Or did? Uh, I don't know if this will do. I'll just say Sunderland two-one win then. Charlie yeah. Michael. <laughs> Charlie Michael scores well just to piss us all off. Max Power, thirty-five yards. Just yeah, saying. Shank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Tuesday we've got to, yeah, we've got to just use the squad. I think maybe yeah. a few of them do actually need. I wouldn't say a rest, but maybe just a mental, you know, freshness for a week. 
Yeah. Because um, I think now games do come thick and fast. We are playing sort of two two games a week now, so everyone's going to be needed. Everyone's going to get games, you know, mm. regardless of whether you think they should play. But it's definitely a game we need to bed in. You know, I'd love to start Dayaku. Um, obviously, I've never seen him play in my life, but yeah. you know, you've got you've got to be half decent, and we're only looking for a player to, yeah. you know, we've we've got the players behind them to play play through balls. You know, there's 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 no reason why he can't uh, he can't slot in. Um, there's obviously a few others, and if we lose, I'm not really too fast. I'm not going to have a massive breakdown over it. But we seem to even when we change up these games, you know, even under Parkinson, you know, I remember George Dobson masterclass at you know Sheffield United. <laughs> You know those types of games. I'm not, I'm not expecting too much. It's it's just the game. You know, I think it's a bit of a free hit for us. So let's use it as um, see where we are. Sort of Thursday, Friday for squad boys. Yeah, well, we will be back with possibly a preview for the Wigan game if I can get a hold of someone. Um, it is proving very difficult at the moment. But if not, we'll be back next Sunday potentially um, to talk about the Bolton game, which is the next league game that we have, of course, at home. I do believe. Um, but until then, we will see you later. That's all, folks.